Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. The nitty-gritty dirt band has enlisted the help of a host of artists, including Roseanne Cash, Steve Earle, and others, to cover Bob Dylan's Evergreen, The Times They Are a Change, and they have done this already. In fact, it was recorded in two different places in both New York and Music City, Nashville, and is benefiting... Uh, Feeding America, an organization that uh, deals with, of course, feeding those who have uh, struggles with putting food on the table for themselves and for the family. And, and they do amazing work. Of course, it's, you know, down south in the States, but there are chapters just like it here in Canada as well. Uh, but uh, the times there are changing. It sounds a little bit different when the nitty gritty dirt band gets a hold of it. Here's just a taste. Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone for the times they are. Absolutely beautiful. And every new artist that comes to help out kind of brings a different tone and different feel to everything. Less than a week away from Valentine's Day. It's getting romantic. Oh, yeah. And what a great time of year for a study like this to come out. It's actually really an analysis of the census. And caveat, it is the U.S. census, so these numbers are not going to be exactly the same up here in Canada. However, there will be some trends in common. It is the top 10 jobs where you're most likely to be single at 40. A fantastic topic. And the number one is bartenders. 70%, apparently. Hotel desk clerks, number two. That's so specific. Food processing workers, number three. Brick masons, number four. Restaurant hosts, number five. Graders and sorters, number six. Actors, number seven. Well, they just date each other for a week and then they're done and on to the next one. Anyway, uh, flight attendants, number eight. I mean, moving around a lot. I can understand that one. Vehicle cleaners, number nine. Why? What is it with vehicle cleaners? What is, what is the connection there? And, uh, well, before we get into number 10, uh, just jumping down there to something a little bit more Fort McMurray, I happen to notice industrial truck operators, number 14, with 58%. So very sorry. What's number 10, though? Number 10, apparently, is butchers. Yeah. Wasn't really expecting that, but here we are. Now, Charlie tells me you're a butcher. Do you link your own sausage? You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Simply Irresistible, the song itself did quite well when it came out, uh, landing the number two spot on Billboard's Hot 100 singles chart and the number one spot on their Hot Mainstream Rock chart. Palmer also happened to earn a Grammy, number two from that, that song. Uh, it was the music video that really made waves, though, truly. Uh, it was directed by Terrence Donovan, who actually set a stylistic bar, and after that point was often referenced, parodied, or flat-out copied. It's also the song in American Psycho that Patrick Bateman was trying to listen to when Evelyn, his supposed fiancé, is buzzing in his ear. I'm trying to listen to the new Robert Palmer tape, but Evelyn, my supposed fiancé, keeps buzzing in my ear. 
not going to be Jay and Dan, Dan and Jay, uh, any longer. I mean, they were on again, kind of off again, and then back on again, clearly showing that people miss them. But, uh, you know, uh, O'Toole with, uh, with deep Fort McMurray connections. So, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people, it's funny, it's not just Canada watching. Uh, we also, we got a special connection there. He used to be play-by-play guy for our very own Fort McMurray oil barons for several years in the late 90s and I believe into the early 2000s. And then, uh, you know, before he actually started on uh, SportsCenter with Jay Onright in 2003. Ten straight years of that, little gap, and then back again until, I guess, just recently. Jay Onright himself he had a little message that he uh, put out there into the world, and he got a little bit of emotional. Uh, it's because he's talking about the departure of not only Dan O'Toole, but several others from the program and from the company, sadly. Let's face it, our show was pretty weird. But you made us a part of your routine with your families uh, all across this country in the morning and at night. And Dan and I will always appreciate that. So on behalf of Dan and Tim and myself, and everybody on this amazing crew, thank you. Tuesday. I was today years old when I learned that dental professionals are being so much more professional than we give them credit for. Apparently, there is telltale indicators that can be seen readily when they are present, that is, by dentists and dental professionals that can tell them with the bit of certainty what that mouth do if you know what i mean and they're not letting on that they know uh there is a video that has gone absolutely viral on the internet where there's basically just somebody covering their mouth going i'm dying because i just found out that the dentist can tell uh, if somebody's been doing uh, stuff um and then it got to the actual professionals and some have absolutely sounded off saying yeah that's that's the truth a uh, registered dental hygienist at Mandy May on TikTok had this to say about it. To say that I'd be able to tell if you did it like three years ago, no. But if you did it recently and you were a little bit aggressive about it, when I do my oral cancer screening, I check everywhere in your mouth. I'm looking for anything. So yes, some individuals might have um, bruising to the palate, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I do know what you're saying. You're saying bruising to the palate, but there's actually a different term for it, a more uh, technical term that another TikTok video artist, uh, Dentite, the TikTok dentist put out there. Here's his two cents. If you like, let's say, sucking on a lollipop, one or two here or there, not a big deal. But let's say you like to suck on multiple, 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 multiple lollipops all the time. You got a problem. It's going to cause palatal petechia. Palatal petechia is the thing that's given away your dirty laundry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A three-day argument sparked by the latest musical guest on Saturday Night Live is raging on the Internet still. If you didn't catch their performance, the guest musician Phoebe Bridgers epically smashed her guitar into a stage monitor, causing sparks to fly. It's an iconic rock and roll move that's become so commonplace that honestly it could be called a trope. But for some reason, folks are upset that she did it because female reasons, question mark? Honestly, how completely dull of a reaction. Not so dull is David Grohl talking about a time when he tried to get David Bowie to sing vocals on a track that he was requested to do for a movie soundtrack. Not sure exactly what movie he's referring to, but Dave Grohl was on uh, Fallon's show, The Tonight Show, and yeah, this is what he had to say about reaching out to Bowie and getting a no thanks. I said, uh, thanks for responding. I hope you're well. Take care. And then 
One minute later, he emails back and he says, well, that's settled then. Now, f off. <laughs> come on, come on. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, holy crap. He's like, David Boyd just told me to f off. And so, <laughs> I would be freaking out too. I'd absolutely be freaking out too. There's more to the story too. It's very cool. And unfortunately, some sad news to end off music news. Mary Wilson, who was a founding member of the Supremes, is dead at age 76. The news was confirmed by her publicist, but no cause of death was given. Wilson, along with Diana Ross and Florence Ballard, can be heard on every one of the Supremes' dozen number one hit singles. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Valentine's Day again around the corner. We know it's coming, uh, and I hope that you've got some romance in store for it, uh, for your life in general. Here's just a thing, though. I mean, maybe if you were looking to make that connection with somebody, uh, whether it's a chance encounter, which seems pretty rare these days, maybe in an online encounter, you're doing some swiping. Um, just assume, just assume that people have no idea that you're flirting with them. I just feel like if everybody could assume this, things will go a lot better. They might be a little bit more obvious, but they'll go a little bit better. Assume that people have no idea that you're flirting with them, because most people don't. And I'm talking about normally, let alone after 10, 11, 12, 16 million months of social isolation. Yeah, our social skills are, shall we say, less than polished. So again... Assume people have no idea you're flirting with them. Hit them over the head, metaphorically. Wednesday. There's another one that has become a viral sensation. Another video mishap. And why? Well, if they're so commonplace and they happen to just about everybody all the time these days, why are we still focusing in? Because, well, the cream rises to the, the top, as they say. This one's just that good. It's from Texas. I guess they were doing a legal hearing. A judge was welcoming a, an attorney into the Zoom chat who... Just so happen to have an adorable kitty cat filter on. This is the audio that was captured and has been making me just cry laugh all morning. Chiponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to... Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to... We're tr can you hear me, Judge? <laughs> I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, in the it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but... Uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's, I'm here live. That's not. I'm not a cat. I can. I can see that. <laughs> it's so good. Hey, here's a hot tip, okay? If you happen to have a really important video meeting coming up, and you've got kids, <laughs> double check the video feed before you join the call. A new documentary following the tumultuous career and life of pop star Britney Spears is gaining attention. I mean, we pretty much watched her grow up into an adult. It looks as though the documentary is going to be an unflinching look at the very public meltdown of Britney Spears and how it was packaged, stamped, and sold for profit on her misery, as well as fuel for further headlines, whether it was a redemption story or further tragedy. Um, it's called Framing Britney Spears, but... To be honest, it might just fall into the same category of exploitation that the material within is covering. Uh, jury's out on that one. We'll have to wait until it's actually revealed. Meanwhile, Glenn Danzig, singer of Mother, um, he is putting together a B-movie vampire story that is written by him, directed by him, and starring him, called Death Rider in the House of Vampires, and it looks like Tommy Wiseau 
is being improved by comparison. <laughs> the Room is maybe not the worst movie in the world. Now, we'll wait. We'll wait and see. Again, has not been released yet. And unfortunately, some sad news to end off on. Uh, the uh, engineer and producer for so many different acts, Linda Ronstadt, the band Neil Young, as well as so many others, Elliot Mazur has passed away at the age of 79. And it was uh, it was confirmed after battling uh, for years with dementia that the cause of death was a heart attack. Thursday. It got so cold and pretty much still is there uh, to shatter the pucks. Like straight up, sh- they, they, they couldn't hold up to the guys. They couldn't hold up to the sticks. Like the pucks are shattering before people's resolve is when it comes to the world's longest game. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and what it is is, I mean, they've been doing it for years now, and it's just down south, you know, in the, in the Edmonton area, uh, surrounding area. Hundreds of volunteers get involved in this each year. 40 players are on the ice. 252 hours is the length of the game, and there is one goal, to get a future free from cancer. That's what all the money is being raised for. I mean, technically, that's not exactly accurate. Last I checked on the score, there's red team and there's blue team, and each side is well over a 1,000 goals each at this point, and they're going to continue to play in shifts, day and night, no matter how cold it's getting, they do have medical staff on, on hand and they will shut it down if it gets too dangerous. But the guys have been putting on the extra layers and they've been handling it. They're playing all the way into and through the 15th. So there's still several days for you to get involved. I believe that they've gotten very close to about the million dollar mark for money that's been raised so far. But there's still some uh, a ways to go before they hit their goal and everybody can help out. Especially us right here in Alberta with them as well. Worldslongestgame.ca. It's amazing to see. Yesterday, and potentially still today, every part of Canada was below freezing. Every single part. Even the Vancouverites and the Vancouver Islanders. Yes, I'm talking about where it's barely ever dipping below zero. Uh, In fact, Victoria has spent just as many days as there are in the month of February. 28 days below freezing for an entire day for the full 24-hour period this century and yet they hit it at the right time to make sure that every single part 10 million square kilometers of one of the largest land masses on the planet one of the biggest countries around every single part of this country was below freezing it's cold the only thing colder it seems is those icy comments that are coming from the mayor directed at ahs in the province <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Wolfgang Van Halen's debut album is coming. It's on the way. It's only taken eight years to make. It's titled Mammoth WVH, and the album features a song that is simply called Mammoth without the initials. And it's a song that he demoed to the world back in 2013 when he was playing with uh, the, the big band and with his father, semi-regularly the album itself is going to have 13 tracks total and is out june 11th very uh, tumultuous time for wolfgang van halen it feels like it's the right time to release an album and get some expression out there into the world meanwhile something has been pulled jeep has officially removed their unity themed super bowl ad from airing featuring bruce springsteen the reason being jeep has just learned that springsteen was arrested for driving under the influence as recently as last fall I guess it slipped his mind to mention 
Uh, however, they are not being uh, particularly cutting about it, simply stating it would be inappropriate for us to comment on the details of a matter we have only read about and we cannot substantiate. But it does also write that we pause our big game commercial until the actual facts can be established. Its message of community and unity is as relevant as ever, as is the message that drinking and driving can never be condoned. Sweet individual Alex Trebek, very much no longer with us, quite famously um, going through his battle with with prostate cancer. And uh, he did amazing things in his battle and before and now after as well. His entire wardrobe has been donated to a homeless organization for the purpose of being able to outfit people for job interviews to make that first impression. Here's the, the rundown. Here's the roster, if you will. Let's start with the biggest amount first. 300 neckties. <laughs> wow. I mean, you can't wear the same one, right? In a given year, <laughs> I guess. 58 dress shirts, 14 full suits, and a ton of other clothing items that belong to the man. Uh, now donated to the Doe Fund. I think this is absolutely fantastic. And uh, it is down in America. It's uh, for social service for, for Americans who you know have histories of addiction, um, incarceration, and most prevalent homelessness, maybe current homelessness. And now there is a little bit of, uh, of uh, help. There's, there's stuff in the toolbox to help out with making first impressions and making great things happen in the future, hopefully. He's still making things happen out there in the world. Alex Trebek, an absolute hero. Friday. I got some gifts this week. It was my birthday a little bit earlier, and one of those gifts in particular is what I want to talk about. Uh, it's actually really cool. Total toy. Uh, my folks sent me uh, like a starter drone with like a camera on it. Nothing too fancy because I don't know what I'm doing with one. So, I mean, this is a great way to practice, and I'm so excited for it to get a little warmer for me to be actually able to go do that. I gotta learn some things. I think I gotta get like a, a pilot's license or at least the drone equivalent of it. But I digress. In the instruction manual, there's some interesting translation issues going on there. I love that kind of stuff. And let me read you just an excerpt of the instructions for using this camera drone. Uh, first of all, use this product correctly. Please repair the drone with the original parts to ensure the safety of the flight. Okay, that makes total sense. Please operate the product within the scope permitted by the product features. Again, totally makes sense. And then it says, and can be used for illegal purposes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I guess I'm planning a heist now. I'm guessing I'm planning a drone heist of some kind. Uh, or, or I guess spying on somebody? No, I don't want to do that. Uh, that's just extra creepy. But I, I'm, I got some wheels turning here. It can be used for illegal purposes. So what illegal purposes should I be using it for? Input is absolutely wanted. Thank you for the permission. I mean, that that's basically my ticket out of here. That's my get-out-of-jail-free card from Monopoly right there, right? I just show them the manual, the instruction manual, and I'll be scot-free drone toy gifted to me this week had interesting instructions within the manual which of course i was quick to read as batteries were charging and i'm eager to you know get my hands on the controls but it's a little too cold to actually run this thing so i've got plans for my crimes the instructions literally say the words can be used for illegal activity which just tickles me i love it i mean just off the top of my head there's so many different things that you could do with a drone i mean some of them like i said super creepy it is a camera drone could spy on somebody not really into that i remember one time i was doing a photo shoot with a dear friend and while i mean not to like make things 
didn't sound like it was uh, lewd or crude or anything, but let's just say that she was looking pretty flash, and uh, it was just out, just outside of society, you know, in the woods just a little bit, and there was a drone that went for a pass-by, and then we happened to notice that it came by again. And then a third time, and then a fourth time, we went, uh-huh, okay, we get it, we get it. I don't want to be creepy like that. I'm more on the line of, like, maybe I could retrofit a hook to the bottom of it and go around stealing picnic baskets in the summer. That's my kind of crime. We've got some music news coming your way right now with Tragically Hip at the head. They are actually suing a brewery, which begs the question, why? It's all to do with the branding of one of the Mill Street Brewery's brews, known as the 100th Meridian Beer a beer that they have been selling since 2014. The misstep appears to be less about the name and more about the promotion, as the brewer was actively associating with the band, as well as with the Gordon Downey farewell tour after he was diagnosed. Fans have asserted that the decision to sue didn't come lightly and is the result of months of attempting to conclude the issue quietly. We'll see if it actually has any legs, of course, in court. And... It's a a special time. The class of 2021 is just about decided at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The latest crop of nominees have been announced, including the greats like Iron Maiden, Devo, Carole King, Tina Turner, Foo Fighters, and more. And those who are at the top of the votes will be announced this May as the actual inductees. The induction ceremony in Ohio slated for the fall. No solid date set for that, probably quite wisely. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. I got a soft spot in my heart for Valentine's Day as well. Uh, you know, invented by greeting card companies or not. I always liked the exchange of Valentine's cards in school, and and for the last uh, several years, on and off, I've been putting together Fort McMurray-specific Valentines. Or at least ones that have a connection to the area. And I've got a whole host of them for you once again this year. And not just funny lines. I have absolutely uh, made some graphics for you so that you can actually print off or just digitally share these Mac Valentines. So keep your eyes out for them on our social media, on our Facebook, our Instagram, all over. For one, I mean, quarantine and Valentines, same time, just put those words together. But I do have some jokes as well. Are you the mayor? Because I want you to get tough on dispatch. Polar Vortex and chill? Yes. Or yes with more blankets. <laughs> Like the roads of Fort McMurray, let's skip the lines and get to the good part. Are you an MLA? Because I want to disappear with you. And I think perhaps my personal favorite because it hurts the most. Let's go from laid off to laid on together. Ugh, okay. Just checking back in with this AHS emergency dispatch situation. Still very much up in the air, but the official uh, change back, I guess, or, or, or refusal to continue to forward those calls to the uh, uh, the provincial consolidated emergency response was noon yesterday. And uh, I, I obviously have no information, no data, no statistics to share on how much that has improved things. But I do know that AHS is starting to push back and they're looking to uh, seek an injunction against the RMWB. I gotta say, uh, there's been plenty of times where I have been disappointed by a politician and, and you know, thought maybe if you just fought a little harder, right? This is one of those situations where I'm like, 
no, you guys are hitting it just as hard as you need to, and uh, and come what may, I guess. But it's all in defense of operations to keep people safe, right? To make sure that we get the best emergency response that we can. Uh, and doing it under our own steam has really been working for us. I'm absolutely not one to say, hey, just because we've been doing it this way means that we have to keep doing it this way. But if you can back it up with a good reason as to why you keep doing it this way and why you have been doing it this way for a while, then if it ain't broke... Absolutely don't fix it. So I'm on the phone with Selena with the Fort McMurray SPCA uh, because it's the fourth annual Sweet Treats Day, positively Sweet Treats Day. Um, now, for those who might have missed in previous years, what is that about? Yeah, so like you'd said, it's our fourth annual Positively Sweet Treats Day. It's a fundraiser we hold each year on Valentine's Day, where basically anybody who would be willing to bake throughout the community bakes some delicious baked goods and donates them to the SPCA, which we sell on, on February 14th to raise much-needed funds for our cause of supporting vulnerable animals in the region. And an ever-present need as well. You know, uh, you guys do just incredible things. I've got my shelter-adopted animal at home and everything as, you know, a testament yeah. to that. Uh, but, you know, it's, I love cupcakes. I love treats. I love all of this with, with Sweet Treat Day. How do people get their hands on the good stuff? Yeah, so we have a couple of different options this year. With, with um, COVID this year, we've had to make some adjustments to how we do things. So we're really wanting to encourage those pre-sales um, and curbside pickup. Um, we actually, uh, we're talking a lot about sweet treats, but we do have another option this year where we're offering um, donated by Superstore. They, they also have roses. So if you're trying to watch your figure and, and maybe not interested in the, the actual sweet treats, there are roses that are also available um, for $5 each available at the shelter this year. You can go on any of our social media. That would be on our website at fmspca.ca or our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at fmspca or Fort McMurray SPCA. You'll find it both ways. On Saturday, we will be uploading all of our treats onto an online platform where you can see everything we have available and you'll be able to order directly through that platform or pre-orders can go through our programs coordinator at programs at fortmcmurrayspca.ca. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, the sale is happening at the shelter as well, Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Due to um, current regulations, we are on extremely restricted capacity, so there might be longer wait times if you go that route over the pre-order um, and curbside pickup route. We had also run a 50-50 with this. Sales for that have ended, but the draw will be happening on Sweet Treats Day, so that's exciting. We did raise over $7,000 in that 50-50, so half of that will be going to the winner, and half of that will come come to the SPCA and go towards the animals. That's fantastic. Well, I hope that a lot more money comes in, and I hope that there's some very hungry people on Sunday. Thank you so much, Selena, for taking the time to tell us about it. Everybody, positively sweet treats day to help out the FM SPCA this Sunday, Valentine's Day. Thanks so much, Steve. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.